Hello, sister friends. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to have a great conversation. Today, I got three Creole sister friends joining me at the table, and we're going to shake it up. We're going to be talking about colorism. It's an important topic, and we're going to tackle it. Let's go. Sister Friends Cups and Conversations. Yes, yes. As you can hear, we've got us a live audience mm -hmm. today at this taping. And so it's great to be here. Kathy, it's great to see you. It's great to be here again. Yes, yes. And we've got two wonderful ladies at the table with us today. We've got Leslie Ross. Hi, glad to be here. Thanks yes. for the invite. Absolutely. <laughs> and again, we have Janelle Hooten. Hey, everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you beautiful ladies. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us, everybody, today. Um, this is our cup for today. We're celebrating fall, yes. and uh, we have entered into a new season. I don't know about you, but fall is one of my favorites. Mine's too. It's yes. my favorite of all. So welcome, fall. All right. I hope you ladies are ready to talk. We're going to be talking about something that's very personal to each one of us at the table. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you just a small little fast fact before we get started. Mm -hmm. And the fast fact is that each one of these ladies are from the Creole heritage. Mm -hmm. yes. 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 And so um, we got us a Creole table. Yes. We got us a gumbo eating table. Okay. Some dirty rice going and some lemon meringue pies. And come on, some beignets. So, yes. yes. And so today we're going to be talking about something that's a hot topic. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people are dealing with it at some yes. point in their life if they are a person of color. And uh, we are all women of color. And at some point we've had to look in the mirror and confront this. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be talking about colorism. Mm -hmm. And uh, colorism is prejudice or discrimination, especially within a racial or ethnic group, mm -hmm. favoring people with lighter skin over those with darker skin. Mm -hmm. And so um, you may be watching and you say, well, that's not, I don't deal with that. That's not part of my ethnicity or it's not a part of my life. Um, you know, knowledge and information and have and having empathy helps yes. uh, us in our relationships and our journeys in life. And so you may not personally have that experience, but I'm pretty sure someone, if they're a person of color in your life has had this experience. So it's a worthy conversation. And uh, we want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So we'll just get right to it. Let me just ask you, Kathy, have you been confronted with colorism in your life? And um, tell us a little bit about it. Well, my mom was about your complexion um, and all her sisters. And then in the middle of five sisters, it was one about Janelle color. And... When I was born, I was plopped in. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then I would always hear the stories. They would call us Black Gal. 
you know, okay. or, or different things. But I, I had a grandmother who was my complexion who always affirmed me. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. Your skin color is beautiful. Wow. And my aunts never showed a difference in anything. So I grew up secure in that manner. But I did always wonder why my mama didn't look like me. As she got okay. older, she got a little darker, as Creoles, a lot mm-hmm. of them do. But I was like, why are you so light? Or why is this? And my father family is the same way. Um, light skin, different color eyes. Mm. And then when I would get around them, it was always said, you sure she's such and such daughter? Cause Mm -hmm. she's so, you know, she dark. And when I was younger, I was darker. But then when I would get my grandma and my mom, you just different, God makes all difference. But so when I got into my adulthood, I was pretty secure in the color skin I was. But when it came to Creole and living in Louisiana, it was always thought to be that Creole was Pastor Leslie color. Okay. So when I was, you know, affirmed growing up, you Creole, it's different shades, different hues, we all beautiful. So when people would see me, you're not Creole, you Creole really? Because they don't know what Creole means. Right. right. They couldn't identify. Right. They already had a, an assumption on what it was, and it was based off of uh, skin tone. Yes. Skin tone. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when I think about um, ethnicity mm-hmm. and just the variety of the human race, I think about Instinctively, I think of how awesome God is yes, that too. he created yes. such variety. Right. And um, and so because it comes from God, um, there's a there's a certain level of uh, to not to question. Yes. You know what I mean? Or to or to wonder why is something wow. this way or that mm-hmm. way, um, because everything in nature displays the diversity right. of, right. of God. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? And I didn't, I guess I would say I did grow up around it to a certain degree, but in subtle ways, like when you would have, um, you go outside and play and there may be a, a relative or someone mm-hmm. that says, well, don't stay out there too long. You're going to get too dark. Yeah. And that's yeah. their webs. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. too dark. What's too dark? Right. You know? Right. So those little subtle things as, you know, being five or six or 10 years old, mm-hmm. Um, or when uh, someone would have a baby mm. and they would say they want to see the picture and the first thing when, when they get the baby, yes. everybody wants to look at the fingers, fingers and the ears, the ears and, and want to determine how, because, you know, yes. as wow. people of color, when we when babies are born, sometimes they can be born as bright as you, you can't yes. tell their you know nationality yes. until a couple yes. days, yes. you know, yes. and then they start browning and, you know, and, and so forth. And so just subtle ways. Sometimes it's not overt, overt yes. um, with the prejudice and the bias. Sometimes mm. it's, it's, it's a little subtle and hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you, um, Janelle, yes. um, have you had, how has colorism affected you or how, what kind of experiences have you had? Well, um, as you can see, I'm a dark, dark chocolate yes. girl. Beautiful. And I actually married a man that does not look like me. He has red <laughs> hair and blue eyes. <laughs> and so our kids came out brown, like light brown, mm-hmm. like coffee or peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And I have a conversation with my son. He'll say, Mom, are you chocolate? And I said, yes, I am. So, and he goes, mm, I want to eat you. <laughs> so, but growing up, um, that's, you know, so now, you know, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with yeah. my skin color. Mm-hmm. But growing up um, as a little girl in the Pacific Northwest where there weren't people who look like me. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the city of Yakima, Washington, there's like 1% uh, African-American. And so I grew up around a lot of people who I, I didn't see anyone who looked like me. And so I remember specifically sitting in church 
And there was a girl who was my friend at the time. And this is a memory going way, way back, but I remember singing in kids' church and she looked at me and she did this just to make me cry because she knew. She said, oh, look at you. You black. You're just black. You're so dark. You're so dark. And I, this is a... <laughs> yeah, and this is a very, church. Very intense conversation here. We didn't know we were going to... But so me sitting there um, and already being the darkest one out of all of my siblings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there, I never saw anyone who looked like me. That was something that immediately I feel like the enemy wanted to use mm -hmm. um, to cause me to have an insecurity yes. about myself, right. about my skin color. Yeah. And so the, the cool thing is, is that God placed me in a home where my mom, anytime she would see a very dark chocolate girl or even a dark chocolate man, I didn't even know that it was something that I dealt with until my mom would see it and we'd be watching movies. She'd go, oh, look at his skin or, oh, look at her skin. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Look at how dark it is. And, and, I, and I can feel how I felt as a little girl sitting mm -hmm. on my couch and I'm realizing that I didn't like myself at that point because I had a hard time um, believing what she was saying. Mm -hmm. And I remember tears welling up in my eyes because I would think, oh, well, that person is so dark. How can they be beautiful? And that's something that I dealt with. As I got older, I began to, um, I think it was the Lord. My mom would always put me in places where she could show me, yeah, you yeah, know, yes. whether it was an athlete mm -hmm. or a model. Mm -hmm. She would bring home magazines. Um, I remember seeing a, a book on, I think it was Emmett Smith. It was the first time that I had seen a dark-skinned chocolate man on the front cover of anything in my life. And um, I think that was something that helped yeah, me absolutely. as a child. Yeah. So now, and people may think I'm weird. I don't care. I don't care. If I were to have someone other than my mom, which we don't need, you know, you need God, you know, that's who your security is. That's where you get, you know, if you have a child in your home and it's a, you know, child that is very, very dark complected, you know, I think that it was a blessing for me to have my parents who were conscious and aware of yeah. the world that I was growing yes. up in. And so when I go out and if I'm with my kids or I see a very dark complected person, I want to make sure if they hadn't heard it today, yes. mm -hmm. uh -huh. listen, it's little girls, I'm like, listen, sweetheart, your skin is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Do you know how gorgeous you are? Mm -hmm. Do you know how beautiful your right. skin, your chocolate skin is? And immediately, I see this big grin in what yeah. they say, yeah. thank you, or yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, yes. affirmation is powerful. Yes. 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 Affirmation Absolutely. is powerful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we try to convince ourselves right. that, you know, uh, I don't need that. I don't right. I don't need nobody to tell me. I don't need nobody to celebrate me. Right. But in reality, um, if we can see it, we can believe it. If yes. we can hear yeah. it, then we can conceptualize it and, it, right. and it can be healing to us wow. and we don't really realize it. So affirmation is important because I, I can imagine there's somebody watching and, and they're saying, oh, well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree wow. with right. um, you focusing, as a, right. especially as a Christian, right. focusing yeah. on yeah. someone's skin. Okay. You, you know, that's not who God, God identifies okay. them as his child and he's not that. Yes carnal or he doesn't wow. he's he doesn't come down to the flesh because we're we're called you know wow. um to be to walk in the spirit mm -hmm. so it's easy to spiritualize so, yeah, yeah. things wow. you know what i mean yeah, but, but in reality, in reality we it, the the facts are are that we are spirit beings mm -hmm. living right. in the body right. having a natural 
experience Experience. on an earth, but our natural home, our our home is in heaven and we're just pilgrims passing through, but we still have to experience this life. And in this life, people need to hear and they need to be affirmed that they're beautiful at, at whatever shape at they are. Whatever you know shape. what I'm saying? Whatever shape. And um, so Miss Leslie yes. Ross, yes. the lady at the table, <laughs> that if she wanted to, you could actually pass and sure. say, I'm not a woman of color. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell us a little Absolutely. about, about oh. your story. Yeah. Well, and, and matter of fact, there is a term for that. It's called passe blanc. Oh, yes. Wow. Passing for white. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you know, I, I, when I was preparing for the table, I knew what this topic was going to be. I was just like, Lord, you know, I started reflecting back on my childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm so glad that in my home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my mom and dad never saw color. Yes. You know, we never saw, we just never saw color. Uh, matter of fact, we grew up in a predominantly African-American neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I went to African-American schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even some of my friends, they'd be like, well, Leslie, what, what are you? What race are <laughs> right, you? You know, right. they would just be confused. Wow. And, you know, I could have passed for white, but no, I, I, I'm an African-American, beautiful, light-skinned beautiful. woman. Yes. Um, and that's how my mom and dad raised me, you know. Yeah. But ap- you're absolutely right. Uh, I could have easily. Matter of fact, I have, I won't say her name, but I have a cousin living in California right now. That is Passa Blanc. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I, but, you know, I, we chose to not see color, mm-hmm. you know, as an advantage for mm-hmm. us, which yes. sadly to say in the society that we in today, it is. It mm-hmm. is looked at. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, we never, we never, you know, I thank God that my parents did not raise us that way. Yeah. We right. were not raised in a home to where we looked at color. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask each of you ladies, um, have you benefited in any way from um, colorism in any in any way? Because we hear it from, we hear it um, as a negative, mm-hmm. um, but then there's some people that see it as a positive. Mm-hmm. In, 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 a, in certain circles, mm-hmm. if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so do you feel as, and, and it, I guess the, the question is, um, the tone of your skin, do you feel at some point in your life it was an advantage to you? I have, and I can say it, you know, that, it, and it's bad to say I was most likely from the person who hired me Mm-hmm. had a diverse mindset, uh-huh. but it mm-hmm. brought that diversity, but it put me at advantage, but it was almost tokenism. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. after you always in a white environment, everything is white. And I can say this because when I started a certain job, soon as they put me on the front page, mm-hmm. it shared over 300 times. Okay. And when I was like, I ain't never been that famous, shared on <laughs> Facebook 300 times. Right. But right. the thought was, oh, they hired somebody black. Yeah. And then when I when they when the people first saw me, they was like, <laughs> they didn't know what to accept because wow. this is the first time a black woman has been in a position like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So from the person perspective, they did it purely. Okay. Out the pureness of their heart because mm-hmm. that's who they are. But it's almost like your tokenism, you gotta mm-hmm. talk right, you gotta mm-hmm. be right, you gotta be articulate, right. um, you have to do stuff. But I don't I can't say if, you know, 
and I knew it was that call yeah. to yeah. other people, mm-hmm. not to the person who did it, because they was looking at just her and who was qualified. Right. Right. But when you right. see something and it shares that many times, you know it's shared because right. people are like, could you believe she black? Right. You know, right. it's just like, oh my goodness. But wow. yeah. yeah, but it was to my advantage. God placed me there wow. and it it has benefited me. Okay. And great. those around me because they probably didn't see, you know, okay, she black, but that's who I'm around. Right, mm-hmm. right. You know? mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you, did the she, Kathy said that she's it was a benefit for her, mm-hmm. especially in that particular organization. Mm-hmm. Um, have you it has colorism uh, been a not a benefit where it's hindered you in any way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neither one of y'all. Well, <laughs> you can go ahead. Well, I think I would say even you know where I'm at employed now. A lot of people. I would say it benefited me in this perspective. Okay. Uh, of course, the majority of people that I work with are Caucasian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we are in a conversation, and say it kind of goes over to where they, you know, colorism, if you want to say that, mm-hmm. uh, and there have been times where I've had to let them know. Evidently, they did not know I was African American because of the color of my skin. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would say it benefited me to that aspect, to where I'm like, okay, we're not going to go there, uh, you know, because mm-hmm. number one, I am African American, yeah. whether you knew it or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So wow. you kind of get that that insight. Mm-hmm. To where if if I was Kathy's skin color or Janelle's skin color, they things. would not have done that, wow. right? Yeah. But, yes. but because they were they weren't sure, exactly, they couldn't identify, identify. you. Um, you were privy to certain conversations, exactly. or they felt that you agreed with them because they assumed Absolutely. that you were part of their group. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yes. We'll, we'll we'll see if we got a question from our audience. Yes, we have an audience today, and so we'll see if any of our our guests in the audience have a question for us at the table. Yeah. This is a great conversation, lady. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for doing the live. Um. I've actually been in a position since I'm more of a brown skin girl mm-hmm. that I really don't get on the bipolar sections of being really, really dark mm-hmm. or really, really light. And in some environments, like in group settings, I could see people were picking on really, really dark people or picking on really, really white people mm-hmm. who were um, fair skin and had different feature- features such as like mm-hmm. little girls isolating girls because they thought they were pretty. Okay. Or people picking on dark skinned women as though they're not beautiful or not delicate or not feminine. Mm. And I think when we were, guys were talking about advantages, there was an advantage of just being in the middle. Mm. Okay. Of wow. not yeah. being really polarized, yeah. vice mm-hmm. versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. In the middle, in the blend. Yeah. Let me ask you this because I've heard um, you ladies, you can comment on it. There's a lot, there's a big trend going on where a lot of people are um, intellectually saying um, and they're leaning towards the belief that race is a social construct, it, that it was constructed mm. to um, rule over certain populations yeah. of people and that there's really you know, the concept of it is really just the human race. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and so um, race by ethnicity is is a made up uh, thought. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything you want to say mm-hmm. to speak to that? I mean, I, I get it intellectually, but at the end of the day, um, I am a black woman. At yeah. the end of the day, I'm a brown skinned woman. And so um, that is a reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, I, I think in, in my thought, it would be different if it was just 
regulated to, say, America, or if it was just yeah. regulated to just certain countries. But it's really worldwide, um, the bias and the discrimination um, against uh, black and brown people. Mm -hmm. every, in almost every culture, um, the, the thought is um, lighter is better. Yes. Um, and I, don't, I can't say I know when it started, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, because, uh, again, I go back to God. When he made Adam and Eve, he, he, he took uh, from the dust mm -hmm. of the ground, you know That's what I'm right. saying, and, and the earth. And, um, and so, and then science, you have to have dark to create um, all the other lighter colors. Yes. So he started, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, as far as biology and science, and as far, as far as when God made Adam, we know that Adam wasn't a European uh, we know that he was he's Adam was going to be a brown skinned man. Yes. Um, so what are your what are your what are y'all's thoughts about that? You know, the Bible doesn't talk about color. You know, God wasn't into race. It is a social construct. God, it, biblically, it was just economics. Everything was economics. It didn't elaborate that this one was white or this one was black or this oh, was this this. Right. It, it had to be set up that way. And I forget the gentleman who they, I, I had his notes, but he made this construct because he wanted one race to be superior yes. over the over, yes. mm -hmm. or the, or the other races. Mm -hmm. So he constructed that this way, and it was all part of supremacy, white supremacy, mm -hmm. and it was to build that construct so that you would have rulers over other people. Wow. Okay. But biblically, if we look at Bible-wise, God didn't, the Bible tells us that he doesn't look at the outer appearance, he looks at the heart. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't built that way. God didn't put emphasis on um, Queen Esther, did you know she was black or oh, she was this? He said she was a Jew. Mm -hmm. You know, it just talks about our ethnicities. Right. And I believe that goes back to the variety and right. the majesty of God right. because mm -hmm. of who he is. Yeah. But man has created, created that right. the separation, that separation and that yeah. division in the race. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good point. Well, that kind of what I was going to say, uh, you know, because God created us all like Kathy said, he doesn't see color, yes. but when man gets in a thing, you know, yes. and I think it was just to make a particular race feel less superior yes. Yes. as, you know, let's just be real, the Caucasian race, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it goes back to, I mean, you'll even hear about the white supremacy, you yes. know, uh, but I believe that we all have to understand that, first of all, we are who God created us to be because yes. we are all created in his image. That's, That's what the right. Bible says. That's right. And I think just being confident, you know, and we know in this world, colorism is real. Yes. Right. It's it real. Is. It's mm -hmm. absolutely real. Uh, but we have to understand, too, is that colorism is not racism. Mm -hmm. huh. Colorism looks at the color of my skin. Yes. Racism goes a little bit deeper as to whether I'm African-American, whether I'm white. It looks at my race. Yes. Okay? Um, so we have to understand, even though we may be different shades of skin tone, mm -hmm. we are still who God created us to be to live in the earth realm. Yeah. Now, it's not saying that we're not going to come up against these things, you right. know, the racism, the colorism. But I think knowing who we are and the way we were raised, just I, I heard Janelle saying with her mom, you know, whenever she would see a dark-skinned person, mm -hmm. you're beautiful. You know, that affirmation is, Pastor Teresa said earlier, mm -hmm. knowing who we are. And I believe mm -hmm. that really, that foundation that was set for me, really, I believe, was the catalyst to me not being secure in who I was, even as I grew up, even going through school. You know, when my, my friends would kind of be like, well, you know, when they would pass that comment, well, you, you're not white. You know, I'm like, no, right. I'm not. You know, so mm -hmm. I didn't have that insecurity, though. And I thank God for my parents raising me that way. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. it, that's right. And so I hear what you're, absolutely what you're saying, Leslie. 
but I'm not for sure that God doesn't see color um, because he made color. So mm -hmm. he has to actually, he has to see it because he made it. And I, so I think sometimes um, that even, even it's hard for people to reckon with their biases mm -hmm. or the, their traditions of how they were raised um, if, they, if they first um, can acknowledge them. And I think mm -hmm. the statement that um, I don't see color or that people don't see color, it, it, it can be received as a shield against, you know, um, because I want you to see me. Mm -hmm. And, I, and mm -hmm. seeing me is seeing my brown skin. Mm -hmm. Seeing Janelle is seeing her, her dark chocolate Chocolate's skin. Chocolate. Seeing you is seeing you, you know, your, as a, your vanilla cream skin, and same as mm -hmm. um, Kathy. Because yeah. um, I used to say that a lot, too. When I was younger, mm -hmm. I don't see color. And it came from the California environment because it was just all all the nationalities right. and people right. just saw people. Oh. That was the way I, I didn't know that we didn't even I wasn't even confronted with my blackness until I moved to Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And that was a shock to but me. You know what? And I think that comes we get more from our own community. Yes. yes. Then we do. I think Caucasians look on the outside and they just wonder, but they don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. just like. You know, yeah. you'll have um, blacks that come up to me. You cute. You got good hair. Okay, what's, what's good hair? Yeah, like what's yeah. bad hair? Yeah. Exactly. What, what's, yeah. what's good hair? Yeah. yeah. Okay, like we have all types of hair texture. So mm -hmm. right. what's good? Uh, it used to be you have good hair to be a black girl. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's what's good hair to be a black girl? Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, it's that in our own communities and it has yes. been ingrained in us so yeah. that we yes. have even looked at each other or right. at individuals yes. as she's prettier because she's light-skinned or mm -hmm. you're too dark so wow. you're not really cute. And wow. and like Pastor Jen who used to go here, she was the prettiest oh my God. woman. She is yes. And I used to tell yeah. her all the time, you are yes. beautiful and I make sure I put emphasis on dark-skinned yes, woman yes, right. because that's yes. who that's who she was. But right. I think in our community, yes. we have caused our own little inner racism yes. amongst right. ourselves. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, that's, yeah. and that's really and, what that's colorism, colorism is. is. Absolutely. It's amongst it's a racial race. group, a yes. ethnic group of people. Absolutely. So it's, it's really self-harm. Yes. Yes. You know? yeah. um, do we have another question from our audience? We'll, we'll take another question from our audience. This is a great conversation, y'all. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, I do have a question. I, I want to know, I know we have, you talked about colorism within our own um, African-American culture. Men, you know, I want you to address how, um, especially when you're young, before you were married, or maybe with your nieces, uh -oh. had problems <laughs> with men um, saying that one shade was better than the other shade, and, uh -huh. and um, even if you dated them. And they yes. tried to make you to be something else that you were, were not. How did yes. you deal with that? I always had a preference for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I actually had a preference for a non for non African American men. And look what you got. I have some chocolate, man. And I got the, yeah. I got the darkest chocolatest yeah. man on the planet. And, um, and my grand my grandparents and my aunties and different ones they were concerned and they was like you you didn't you you didn't brought that man home. <laughs> but uh, you know God has a way of you know 
given us what what we need, what we need, yes. and we we think we sometimes we have an idea yeah. of what it is mm -hmm. that we like or desire, right? right. Um, and then God really um, shows us something uh, something yes. different. When you said that, it made me laugh because my great grandmother used to say because they was in the colorism uh -huh. and she was blind. <laughs> but when a man come home and the cold word was. Could he come to Papa's party? Oh. Which Papa was white and they was light skinned. And so she was asking the question was he light enough or was he dark? Yeah. Wow. Well, and you know, too, Kathy, uh, and again, down south. Yes. Because you know, and you, I, you guys do know that the state of Louisiana is called the Creole state, right? Yes. yes. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, and my husband teases me all the time. And I've never been uh, favored to <laughs> light skinned men, okay? Yes. I just, because again, we didn't grow up in that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yes. Um, but, you know, and he would tease me all the time and say, oh, when I come to meet your mom, am I going to have to pass the brown paper bag test? Yeah, because they had Which back that. in right. the day, the brown if, paper yes. bag. if yeah. you, could, you couldn't be darker than a brown paper bag. bag. Yes. Yeah. That's I wouldn't have passed that test. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me give you a scripture. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this topic is as old as time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Literally. So we can, there's a lot to, to say. There's a lot of meat on the bone, a lot of different thoughts and conversations. And, and we'll be having this generationally to generation, wow. actually. Yes. And hopefully we're, we're getting better at it mm -hmm. um, um, as we are learning more and as we're listening more. Um, but a, a great scripture is in Acts uh, 17. We start at the 25th verse. And, and it says, and he's not served by human hands as if he needed anything, referring to God. Mm -hmm. Rather, he himself gives life and breath to everything, to everything else. From one man, he made all the nations That's right. that they should mm -hmm. inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Mm -hmm. As some of our own poets have said, we are his offspring. I love that scripture. Um, and there's a little bit more, we'll read it. But I love that because it says um, that this was God's idea. Mm -hmm. And he marked the, the inhabitants yes. and the boundaries. And, and, um, and so we're not just out there trying to figure it out ourselves. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but he's given us a guide. And um, and he's also um, he's created the nations and he's created it in such a way. I love that part in the scripture where it says that we might seek after him. Huh. Um, and so when society says you're this mm -hmm. or when you look in the mirror and you're hurting about what it is you're seeing, your mm -hmm. reflection, um, he reminds you to uh, see, ask me what I think about you, Janelle. Yes. Wow. Seek me wow. and ask me what what's what's my response and what's my declaration over you. Um, you know, and so that's that's powerful. Then it says in the 29th verse, therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when we when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him 
from the dead. And he's talking about mm, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Amen. 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 That's a great scripture. Yeah. And I, that little part in there that says that we would repent. Mm. And I don't know about you, but I can I could say, Lord, forgive me yes. that I've not honored myself wow. because yes. I wasn't happy or I didn't appreciate wow. the freckles that you put on my face. <sighs> or I was not happy because my mom has a skinnier nose and my wow. sister's nose is just like my mom's. And I'm like, I got this wide brim nose and you know, yeah. and, and, and I would I, I would think, you know, he made a mistake. You know, that I didn't love myself. And so it's so important that as we uh, love ourselves and as we see ourselves at, as God sees us, mm-hmm. we, yes. we share that right with Absolutely. our community. That's, That's what right. we yeah. share in community. Yes. That's what we spread yeah. in community. Yeah. That's what we transfer to our children yes. and our children's children, yes. you know. Yes. And so it's so important. Um, I, I want to say that, you know, colorism is real. It's just a part of it's a part of life. Um, but but we have the power to confront it and we have the tools to confront it um, when we approach it from God's perspective. Does any one of you ladies have a last a last thought? I would say this. If we look through the eyes of God, he made everything different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every tree, every flower. And that goes back to human beings. Yes. Yeah. And it's an insult to God when we see one thing better than another. Wow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a powerful ending thought. I hope this conversation has um, blessed you, encouraged you. I hope it sparks uh, a bigger conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we can continue it in our Something to Sip On section of, of our website and our uh, Facebook page. Thank you for joining us for season six of Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Hey, Shay, it was a conversation today. We talked about it, colorism. We talked about it, how God has uniquely designed us and made us in his image with all the variety and diversity that we bring to the table. Be sure to share this conversation across all of your social media platforms and, of course, across all of our social media platforms. Thank you for joining me every week for meaningful conversations. Be sure to join me next week again, same time, same place. Sister friends, let's go. And don't forget, something to sip on is hot, hot today. And we had a live audience. Yay! See you at Something to Sip On. Before that, yeah, he just want. He thought I was white. Mm-hmm. He thought his dad was white, mm-hmm. and he wanted to know why Papa and his mama look, you know, is black like him. And he just was, mm-hmm. he was having a hard time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, I, we tried to explain it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We showed him pictures, but he just was still like, yeah. he wanted to be like yeah. his Papa, of his course. grandma, and his daddy. Yeah. And um, the Black Panther came out. I that said, thank right God for the Black Panther. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. then he got it. Yep. And he it, it, it made sense to him. And he's he's pretty, he hasn't struggled, as I don't think, 
at all since then, has he? No, not really. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just more so educating his environment. So yes. Like, right. Yeah. Yes. Not being afraid to confront his teacher mm -hmm. wow. or explaining things to him. Something as simple as they outside and his teacher said he don't need sunblock because his skin doesn't burn. That's not Someone said that. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, or just, you know, right. little things like that that mm -hmm. you have to just kind of yes. educate but, your son. Okay. And then you don't be afraid to come to the teacher and love. And, and bring up See, but that's what I love about what Krista does. Yeah. If if she her son is in an all white environment, yep. okay, we need to have Black History mm -hmm. Month. Wow. We need yes. to have this because yes. representation is important. Right. It does yeah. matter when you in you in a different environment because they have to see that. And, yeah. and TV is starting mm -hmm. to do better. They're mm -hmm. starting to do better. Yeah, but it was nothing like it, it used to be. Well, and I yeah. will tell you this. This is something as a dark-skinned girl that I started to notice, you know, as far as representation on television. If there was a dark-skinned girl on television, she, and I think that everyone is beautiful. Let mm -hmm. me just start by saying that. But it was never, they, as far as casting was concerned, <laughs> They never put somebody up there that, for me, I was like, that's someone I want to model my life after. I'd love to be like that, right. you know? Um, yeah. But then, if it was someone of a lighter skin, obviously they were gorgeous, their hair was beautiful, everything was on point, but I never saw anyone that was, quote unquote, and I, again, I love what you said, find your value in Christ, Christ. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. You have to, Absolutely. You have to Absolutely. because sometimes you're just not. Right. Gonna see. Right. There will not be representation. You can't always expect for other people to do that for you or for your children. Right. Um, that being said, I like what you said about Black Panther because mm -hmm. for me they had some beautiful, yes. beautiful women yes. of beautiful. color mm -hmm. and of all shades. Yes. 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 Of all shades. And yes. that's something I uh, really appreciated about. Uh, Tyler Perry. Sorry, yes. I don't know if you y'all have to bleep no, that name he out. He did. She <laughs> did. But he made it a point yes. to make sure that we were all represented very well. Yeah. And yes. it was it's actually yes. Ryan Coogler was the director. Yes. And they used Tyler Perry Studios. Oh, and the okay. makeup artist and the um, costume yeah. artist all pretty much That's everyone right. on the set was African American yes. wow. or a person of color. Mm -hmm. And you know what's interesting, um, because we always say, you know, talk about black people, but you know, People of color. People of color are Indian. That's yes, right. yes. Are Asian. Yes, um, You know, yes. Hispanic, Native American. Um, yes. American. There are people of color. What sometimes, you know, they. Um, well, I don't want to say they, but sometimes certain people groups would rather not be be That's lumped right. in together yes. with right. African Americans. Yes. But the reality, the reality is, if you're not European. Baby, you you a person of color. <laughs> person of color. You came right. from, a, from a country, uh, you know, a continent yes. um, where the indigenous people yes, were people of color. Color, yes. Um, and so it's it's important. Re representation does matter, mm -hmm. and it it's interesting because the people that should have should coin the conversation. The people that should have um, the conversation at the highest level. Um, should be um, people of faith. That's right. Oh, um, but that's unfortunately, true. we we talk hardly at all about it. Wow. And people go to church, they go to mosque, they go to synagogue, yeah. they 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 do what they do, and they separate their struggles. Yes. And the thing about that is, is that Jesus, yes. the Savior of the Jesus. world, He yes. says, "I can be touched." 
by the feeling of your infirmity. In other words, he, he enters into our pain with us. Yeah. And there's so many people that are in pain because they don't love themselves. Because Absolutely. somebody hasn't affirmed them yeah. or because they feel on the margins of mm -hmm. society. Yes. And that's what I love about Jesus. Because, I mean, he's he's right there with you. And um, when we really let him in, he can he he really does the, the root work on the inside of us um, to free us yes. from all the negative stuff that we maybe was raised up under or that we've heard. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember I, I didn't like my hair because it was big. And when I was young, it was just like, it was every, it was just like, yes. and I would cry yes. and I would be ashamed. Yeah. And, and there's people paying good money for this hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But yes, I can remember not liking my hair. And wow. even today, I, yes. I, I was getting dressed and Bishop came in and I was just like, oh God, my hair keeps tangling up and it's just so much. And, so and I was getting frustrated. I'm with you there, sister. I know. <laughs> and, and I was just thinking to myself, yes. just, you know, I need to be grateful. Wow. Because yeah, <laughs> yes. people buy it. Yes. They buy it. and wish yes. they had it. Exactly. But it, you and know. We, yeah, and on that note, just piggyback <laughs> off of that, I'll never forget the very first time I actually went to a professional wow. hairdresser. Wow. Because my sister used to always do my, my, you know, at home, used to do them kitchen sets, is what yeah, they call yeah. them, because you did your hair in the kitchen. I walked in that salon, y'all, and that, and she was Caucasian. Uh-huh. When my head got poof like that, she was like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, baby, this is black hair, okay? <laughs> wow. Surprise! So, yeah, exactly. You so know. even in that, trying to find somebody that can do right. your hair. You so. know what? This, this man asked me one time, he was a Caucasian gentleman, he said, Miss Catherine, let me ask you this question. Why are your lips little and your nose not big? Huh. I said, let me stop you right now, because that's a racist, racist statement. He said, no, I, I didn't mean that. He said, because most black people have big noses and big lips. But that's not racist. I said, I said let me tell you. Oh. I said, and he was genuine, and I know he you're not a racist. He was a serious. I said, let me tell you this. Don't, don't say that in front of other black people. I said, because you're going to get in trouble. I said, all black people do not have broad noses and big lips. But he was asking out of the sincerity of his heart. He wasn't, and I knew right, it. Right. But that's the kind of ignorance we yes. have in and the world. And that stigmatism. And that stigmatism exactly. that all that black on people, black. and I wasn't offended at all, but I told him some black people ain't gonna like that. Yeah. Don't say that around nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, okay. Yes. But that was a question, but that's the kind of things we look at in our community, not only yeah. from the Caucasian community, yeah. but even within, within ourselves absolutely. when we go back. Yeah. Where you get all that good hair from? You right. must got yeah. Indian in right. your blood. Wow. Indian. Yeah. Right. You gotta be yes. Indian to have good hair? What's <laughs> That's good uh, hair. Right. right. But that's right. Us. Yes. This so, is us. Yes. Yeah, this is a this is a <laughs> this big is conversation. It? So um we've already entered into something so to sip, sip on. Yeah. We just didn't let you know. <laughs> 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 so um this is something to sip on our after show. Yes. Let's keep having these conversations because mm -hmm. they're important. Mm -hmm. And um I want to give you uh, my last thought for the week for you to sip on is love yourself. Mm -hmm. Do better with um, empowering yourself and um, it'll change the world. Yes. Kathy, what are you sipping on? I would say see things the way God sees you. Mm -hmm. If he made things all different colors, diverse colors and different things, he had it for people too and he meant for us to enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Miss Leslie? 
I would say be secure in who you are. Yes. Our identity is in Christ. And you know, just love yourself as Christ loved you. We were made in his image. We are his masterpiece. We are yes. the apple of his eye. <laughs> so when you look in the mirror, just remind yourself of that. Yes. I oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. My turn. I would say to you that God made you on purpose. Yes. Not by accident. The color of your skin, the coils and curls of your hair, the way your nose is and the way your lips sit on your face. It's beautiful. Be you. Love you. That's what I would like to say. Yes. Right. And All thank right. you to this beautiful table of women of color. Thank you, sister friends, for joining us. And have a great week.